0: Hey, good good evening. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, this week's edition of Ash Wednesday. Uh, my name is Jeff Ash, and I'm joined here with Fair my daughter.
1: Ash. What's up? Hey, guys. Thank you to our listeners. We appreciate you uh, letting us know that you are listening, that you're enjoying the Diversity in Sports podcast, and even wanting us to, to share more. So, with that being said, we're just we're gonna jump into it for this week and yeah. this episode. So what we got
0: tonight? What we got tonight? Where you want to start?
1: Yeah, uh, I think we could start. Feel like we've been starting with NFL sort of news, football. Um, so just kind of do the roundup of where the NFL is is at mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, it's it, it, I think a great place to start. Pretty obvious um, at this point, halfway through the season to still have an undefeated team, the Eagles yes. have, um, you know, looking really good. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't think Jalen Hurts would be that nice. Um, he is. Um, and they're, they're, you know, pretty balanced on offense, defense. So got to give big ups to, to the Eagles being undefeated. Um, as far as my team, my, like my, my loyalty, Pittsburgh, even if we don't win no, no more games, I'm a Steelers fan. Um, you know, we just got to admit, I think we might be rebuilding this, this, this year um, traded Chase Claypool to get some draft draft picks. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I actually heard a, a great article that said, um, not heard a great article, read a great article. It was basically saying um, how it's tough while you're in it to have an awful season but sometimes the awful season is what needs to happen to turn your team around. And it listed, for example, Pittsburgh when they went like one and 13 back in the early seventies and in the next draft or two, they drafted Joe green and um, mm. Terry Bradshaw and like Franco Harris and, and these linemen. And while that was tough going one and 13, you know, like right now we're two and six, but when you get some draft picks, sometimes that's exactly what you need to happen to turn the franchise around. So, okay, like I said, big ups to to the Eagles for being undefeated. And I'm not going to kid you; I ain't mad at all that Green Bay struggling and Tampa Bay struggling. Yes, that just warms my heart.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's funny because uh, my little old Commanders, I have. I mean, I still have little confidence in them in general, but they did beat the Packers. I was very surprised, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before they beat the Packers. So I don't know. I mean, I think it does both. It shows how deeply the Packers are struggling, Um, but maybe there's a little something, something going on. With the Commanders, too. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there hasn't been stability at the quarterback position in a while. And it's funny because you had mentioned, like, you know, maybe a losing season or something, you know, that gets things going for the next season. Like, maybe you're rebuilding, but that next season, like, you get a bunch of great Uh, new new players I just feel like we've had a lot of bad seasons in a row and I I don't know that it's gotten a lot better for for us in a while but we'll see um I think we play the Eagles I want to say on Monday night and that's going to be potentially a disaster so we'll see how that goes um I'm also not upset that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are struggling. Sorry, Rick. Um, I'm definitely not upset. I'm never mad when Tom Brady's, you know, having some struggles because, yeah, like, feel like we talked about that last time. So if you're not sure how we feel about Tom Brady, listen to the last episode. Um. Yeah, I feel like those are some of the major things. Two is back. I know we talked about Tua quite a bit the last episode, um, and concussion protocol and those sorts of things. He seems to be doing really well. Dolphins are mm-hmm. winning right now. So um, to folks who are keeping up and like super curious about me in fantasy football, um, people have AJ AJ Brown on their team. Okay, people have Joe Mixon on their team who had like, I don't know, 45, 50 something points in fantasy football this past week so um it's still going well not quite in first anymore but close second so um I need uh my guy Josh Allen to not be hurt um which that was a surprising loss to the Jets this past um Sunday the Jets you know they might be doing something um yeah when their quarterback both, doesn't both have, like, that's true that's true when their quarterback doesn't have a bunch of interceptions turnovers then they're not half bad
2: yeah both
0: new York teams are are decent this year yeah. um and that's,
1: that hasn't happened when, when's
0: the last time we could say that The I, Jets and the Giants have like decent
2: records and
1: yeah
0: so like- um you know i I hate to admit it but I gotta give uh, Baltimore Ravens, some some props as well. Um, that Roquan Smith trade was spot on. Um, you know, I think I think before it's all said and done, I know people like to talk about KC and Buffalo, um, but you can't sleep on Lamar and that Baltimore defense. Um, so, in fact, I'm looking forward to playing Baltimore as a Steelers fan. Because we don't have much to cheer about. But if we only win a couple games, it sure would be nice if they're against Baltimore. Oh. um, And you mentioned Miami. Yeah. Miami got mad speed.
1: They do. Well, on they, have they one got one the players
0: speed. Yes. in the game. Two of them. You got Waddle. And mm. I like his little Waddle dance. Yes, and, that he um, does. And Tyreek Hill and I mean you put that kind of speed on offense or defense. It's 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 tough. And um yeah, so Miami got mad speed. Um, you know, they're Miami and the Jets and Giants. I mean, you gotta, you know, it's a lot of football left. Nobody yep. wins the Super Bowl midway through the through the season. Um Me too. but but you gotta you know who else is surprising too. Is is Seattle and Geno Smith? Yes, he's got to get most improved or comeback player or something because big big props to Geno Smith for having a really really decent you know because when Russell Russell Wilson left, Mm -hmm. folks assumed Seattle was dead, right? But um, Geno and Seattle are, are decent, right? Putting up points every week, so you know I'm gonna show them some love too.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. I'm definitely surprised by Seattle. Um, yeah, Geno Smith, they're uh Seattle's quarterback, folks had kind of in the football realm had kind of written him off for whatever reasons. And so I don't think anybody had any high expectations for Seattle uh this year. And yet they're they're out here. Are they they might be? Are they winning their division?
0: You know, I don't know. I got to look. Not In fact, what's what's interesting, you said, wrote Gino off, did you, there was an interview uh, after one of the games they won and uh, he had an interesting, interesting comment.
1: Mm-hmm. You know how
0: we like comment, commentary sometimes. Yes. Uh, the sideline reporter said, uh, you know, Gino, uh, great win tonight. He's, and uh, she said, uh, you know, a lot of folks had written you off. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I know, but I didn't write back
1: okay right. okay
0: no, no, no. he said yeah i know they wrote me off but i didn't write
1: back right? there you go and now look at him right yes so y'all gotta watch these little uh post game interviews there's there's some some good nuggets um in there but yeah, yeah. thanks. that's a little nfl roundup
0: yeah let us know if you got you want us to shout out your team mm-hmm. um, and we'll consider it.
1: We will consider.
0: Depending on who that team is. No, for sure. Because, uh, uh, um, you know, we roll with Washington and Pittsburgh around here. Yes. Um, but we'll consider it. But, but we will let, consider. Us let us Let us know. We will
1: consider. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. And I do want to shout out uh, to uh receivers former Ohio State receivers who are currently uh playing in the NFL who are rookies Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave they were spectacular amazing at Ohio State and now they're doing spectacular amazing things for their for their current teams as well as Justin Fields people didn't want him to be the number 1 quarterback in the draft but that's fine look where everybody else is now so um, shout out to my, my Ohio State guys. Uh, they're doing pretty good. They're doing they're doing pretty really good. good,
0: yeah. Fields, um, like you said, uh, both receivers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think who else I saw from, and they they were a Buckeye. I'm like, wow, Ohio State it puts out some pros. That, they, that's we good.
1: definitely do. We definitely yeah, do. They put
0: out some pros. So um, big shout, big shout out to Buckeye Nation.
1: Yes, yes. Which, gets us to the perfect situation where we talk about college football, make that shift. Um, I mean, it's been some craziness in the college football world. Um, before anybody has anything to say, first, I already know, okay? I already know Ohio State has not looked great. This this past week against Northwestern, I I don't know whose team that was because yes, I mean weather was nuts. Absolutely crazy wind was blowing uh the ohio state football coach ryan day he was talking about i've never seen anything like this in terms of weather could not throw the ball and getting the ball downfield is kind of our bread and butter and couldn't do that so then we trying to run the ball can't do that either just struggle um we're supposed to be the number two Team in the country, and yet we are struggling against an unranked team. No disrespect to Northwestern, because I mean anybody in the Big Ten is a contender. Like even Rutgers was trying to give it to Michigan for a hot second. Um, so it's okay. I already know Ohio State needs 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 uh to fix some some issues there. But um other folks who need a little help, Alabama, Alabama losing out here. Which Alabama? If you're a follower of college football, like Alabama's been the top since a while now, Uh, a while, decades uh, at this point. Um, But Alabama lost to LSU, which is and and you're smiling. Yeah, I mean it's always fun when Alabama, when Alabama loses, when Clemson loses, and of course when Michigan loses. That's That's a good weekend. That feels good to me. Um, Now, Michigan didn't lose, unfortunately. But the other two did. Clemson was exposed because I never thought Clemson was good. Uh, They've been ranked far higher than I feel like they should have been. But they lost to Notre Dame. So, shout out to Notre Dame. Um, Another unranked team in Notre Dame beat the number, I want to say they were five, or maybe it might have been four or five um, at the time. Okay, ranked a team in the country, and they lost. So, yeah, just uh, it's getting interesting. Georgia is clearly, unfortunately, we're also not Georgia fans, um, but Mm -hmm. Georgia looks like they should be the number one team in the country for sure, so.
0: Yeah, Georgia, you know, it's interesting because, Tennessee was number one, but they were. I think we all kind of knew they weren't going to be able to hold that, even if they didn't play Georgia or Alabama. Just my feeling was it's kind of like a fluke. Um, they're not going to be able to hold that spot. Uh, but the other thing, you think about these top four, and I know you'll appreciate this, it sets up an amazing game thanksgiving weekend and it's in columbus this year right? yes
1: that is super helpful
0: i I mean it 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 does it it's already like this crazy rivalry it is but for both teams to be undefeated
1: we're probably gonna be like two three two
0: three in the country it it just if you're not watching that game That Saturday, then you just – I don't even know what to say if you're not watching Ohio State-Michigan. Now, the, the the key here is they both got to win yes, the, the week before.
1: Day. Yes, yes, for right? sure. That,
0: that'll mess it all up. Yes. If somebody loses the week before. Right? Yes, uh, yes. Uh, it's a great time to me for the game – if you're a Buckeye fan, for it to be in Ohio State.
1: It is. We need um,
0: With all of that on the line. Yes. Um, you know, and it's also, I think, good for college football that Alabama and Clemson not.
1: Yeah. Give not somebody else be, a chance.
0: It gives somebody else a chance. It's nice to see some new coaches and new players um, on center stage. And I can't, when, when I think of just diversity in sports, this podcast i cannot continue without showing some love to jackson state
1: yes.
2: and
0: deon sanders and all he's doing for mm-hmm. um you know black college football historically black college university football um I'm, I'm just thrilled with how some of the top athletes are now signing with you know some of our uh hbcus i think that's good for sports yeah. Um it's good for uh those institutions um and the revenue that comes with success and m- big bowl games. Um so I, I'm thrilled with you know HBCU football um and, and its future.
1: Yeah, no, that's that is really great. Um if you're listening and you're unfamiliar, honestly, uh look it up. Like um there's a lot of great HBCUs out there Um, not even just Jackson State but that's that's one that gets highlighted um, because of their coach for sure but um, they deserve our love and attention too and they deserve to have five-star recruits and five-star players like um, obviously a big Ohio State fan here like I love that we've got great people just talking about Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and other folks um but we got to spread the wealth. Like it can't sure. all be at Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson or wherever. So, yeah.
0: You know, even as as we're as I'm listening to you, I think for for this this podcast, uh-huh. I think it would be nice um, as as we you know continue to build our to build our podcast that we actually have a section. Um, and a standing agenda item that focuses on HBCU sports. Yeah. Um, like you said, where there's Jackson, I mean, you know, obviously Jackson state is getting a lot of love right now, but um, here in Maryland and across our country, there's some amazing mm-hmm. yeah. HBCUs, college football, college basketball, yeah. uh, and, and women's college basketball, softball programs, um so we we gonna you know maybe we can look at um let us know what you think let it you know let us know yeah. what you think we, we can since this is diversity in, in sports um really focusing on some of the smaller schools and you know whether hbcu or not uh, but certainly some hbcu love every weekend um and some of the some of the smaller kind of schools that don't get a lot of tv time and pubs so maybe you know if you went Here's the thing. In fact, I'll there put this go. on Facebook. If you went to a smaller school, that's not a D1 school, give it a shout out on our, yeah. on our Facebook page or on our yes, Facebook and yes. Instagram pages. Give, give the smaller schools in HBCU some love.
1: There we go. Yes, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> did you want to tell the Towson story?
0: And what story is that?
1: Uh, it's, it's a cute, a cute little, little school. school. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah, you know, we're alums at Towson University, um, Towson Tigers. And once we were talking about Towson football, and I guess when you go to uh, a perennial powerhouse like Ohio State, uh, someone I know and love very closely said, oh, Towson, that's a cute little school. <laughs> so, But uh, it was good for us. It was the right school for us. And, um, you know, certainly we, we can't compare – A Towson to uh, Buckeye Nation Um, but I I think the point is uh, you know whatever college or university you went to hopefully that that was the right school for you and uh, you had uh, as great a time as we had at Towson and I know that you had at the Ohio State University yes
1: yes indeed yes yes it is a great school no disrespect to Towson or any of these smaller schools like we said shout them out um, and t- just to clarify, when dad's talking about we or like us, he means him and my mom. They. Yes. Houses, yes. So. Thank yeah.
0: you for clarifying that.
1: Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. So, yeah. Shout out your school. Let us know what's going yeah. on uh, at your school. We'll we'll talk about some other other programs for sure. Like we said, that's that's what we're about here. So let us know. We want to hear from you. Um, but yeah, I think that that shifts us into basketball so yeah. the nba season has started since um our last episode which is very exciting to me and i would say to us big basketball fans very excited for the christmas day games but i mean just excited in general um i mean it's been it's already been a lot of storylines <laughs> within uh, the NBA, for a while, the Milwaukee Bucks were undefeated. They were looking good. Got Giannis doing amazing, dominating Giannis things. The Lakers were slash are a little bit struggling. They they got it together. They got it together. They brought uh, Russell Westbrook woo, off the bench. And he's doing a lot better, folks. I mean, if you hadn't heard anything about russ uh in the basketball realm um it wasn't looking good for him it just it wasn't and it just it was a lot of um negativity in general wasn't sure about his attitude about being on the team talks of him being traded to other but other teams it just it wasn't pretty um but now he's he's kind of like a scoring machine and just i don't know i feel like that's uplifted the lakers a little bit um but within the lakers this is something I find hilarious because I don't necessarily know a lot of Lakers like there. I know LeBron fans who are thus Lakers fans. But like if LeBron went somewhere else, like I don't think they would be Lakers fans anymore. But y'all let me know because y'all know who I'm talking about. But um Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis should be, I mean, top. You name it, 10, 5, 15, whatever you want to call it, player in the NBA. And yet, I don't really see it that often because my guy is always hurt. Always. It's always something. Foot, ankle, back, neck, arm. Brow. Yes. Something (laughs) is always hurt. And so he's already missed. Uh, a couple of games i would say at least one maybe two um because some going on with his back he's playing he's playing and you can tell that he's he's going through it but he is playing um so we'll see how long this pain lasts and when the next one pops up um because the lakers need him lakers need him uh but like i said he is playing um And then Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Clippers. Like, Kawhi is a superstar. Superstar. Amazing, amazing talent. And yet has been gone from the game for at least a year. Didn't play all of last season. Played a couple of games. His knee, that was a problem before. I don't know what's going on with the knee. Apparently there's no timetable for his return. And so that's just raising a lot of questions like, what's going on with Kawhi? Is he okay? When is he coming back? And only the Lord knows, apparently, when Kawhi is coming back. Um, And then, and we'll dig into this a little bit more later, but just the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, and the disaster that they are, and have been pretty much since, uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have got there. It has only become messier with every season. So yeah. A hot mess. It's it's pretty it's pretty rough for the Nets. So Yeah.
0: No, that's that's a good roundup. Um you know, a couple things for me. Uh I'll start, you know, with the uh, Lakers. Uh yeah, you know, LeBron's about to get the scoring title that is. former Laker, uh, Laker all-time great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, so, you know, I'm not thrilled with the Lakers right now. Um, you know, they also have Anthony Day to Davis. Yes. Um, who's all very, like you said, very injury prone. And, and, and But big shout out to LeBron for – his longevity. He's played a lot mm-hmm. of basketball, and to a and, and what's what's the old saying? Your, your best ability is availability. Yes. So, um, but you know, um, I, I'm I'm a Laker fan. Been a Laker fan, but my 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 affinity for the Lakers ain't what it used to be. When I say I'm a Laker fan, I'm a, I'm a you know I'm an old Laker fan. You know Showtime. At the Great Western Forum, with Pat Riley and uh, the the expensive Italian suits and the slick hair and Irving, Magic Johnson, Big Game James, Worthy they running the break? Michael Cooper in the alley oops. That that's the Laker fan aisle. I don't know what they putting on the floor these days. <laughs> Russell Wilson and Patrick Beverly and
1: Westbrook. I'm like yeah
0: ew Um, so I'm a Laker fan Um, I'm I'm probably transitioning to more of a Phoenix Suns kind of guy Mm. Uh, although I do feel like Chris Paul needs to let it go he's come up short now two three years when we really needed him mm. and he's like 30 late 30s
1: Six, seven, and so i don't that. see
0: him getting better down the stretch um you know I, and i'm a big steph curry fan i like to see the the warriors play yes um you know I, i'm not i'm not I, i'll admit i, I like Golden State, uh, but I'm not feeling Draymond and in the in the in the fighting and the antics on every call. I get that intimidation, and he's like the enforcer of the team. But uh, you got to be aggressive, yes, but you still got to play smart. And and I'm not I'm not real cool on you punching a teammate, and because winning is is more than just on the court it's chemistry it's guys yeah. getting along and respecting the coach respecting your teammates it's all those things and yeah um no 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 wonder they're struggling this year um a little bit so when i think of just the nets i'm sorry the nets yeah you know first of all to, to me and, and i i heard a lot of commentary on this Steve Nash had no business even getting that job. Right. This is diversity in sports, so I'm just going to say it. There were plenty, plenty of qualified, and when I say qualified, I mean coaches who've been assistant coaches putting in the work and time in the NBA who who didn't get a look. Steve Nash, yes, he was he was a great point guard, mm-hmm. played in the NBA a number of years, but you know plenty of guys. Um, I'm still still just baffled how Mark Jackson is not a head coach.
1: Yeah, um, actually, Sam
0: Cassell's not a head coach. Um, I can go on, you know, on a number of guys who who had had decent and really good. NBA careers, but yet that's not translating to head coaching opportunities. And here, Steve Nash had no head coaching experience. Yeah. And he comes in and gets the net. So, so in, in a way, it's only fitting that we hold him accountable for having a talented team and not getting it done. Um, so that's my two cents on that. Um, you know, and, and really some guys are just injury prone.
1: Some guys you know,
0: are. um, some some people are just injury prone. It ain't it ain't, you know, it's not like it's their fault. And, you know, obviously nobody's trying to get hurt, but how it's interesting how injuries find certain people. And, and not not just yeah. in basketball.
2: Mm-hmm. Dave
0: Anthony Davis stands out to me. Um, mm-hmm. I often recall how Grant Hill was hurt a lot. Okay. Um, Zion Williams, he seemed like he's hurt a lot. Um, some people, again, no fault of their own, are just injury prone. And, and the ones you've named, seen. I think Davis is just kind of like He's that. Um, yeah. There's some, some older, older NBA players. I don't remember uh, Sam Bowie out of Kentucky, who was the seven foot phenom, but just injury prone. Um, even uh, I think a former Buckeye years ago, Greg Oden. You know, seven foot phenom, but just injury prone. Just yeah. couldn't best ability is availability. It don't matter how good you are, if you can't you can't get to the court or the stage to perform. So um, but yeah, that that's that's kind of my take on NBA right now. Um, you know, I kind of want to root for the wizards, but they always let me down. So, if you're local in DC, Maryland, please give me a reason why I should root for the Wizards. I'm trying, but they make it real hard. In fact, the other night they lost by
2: 42
0: Ooh. at home.
1: Oh
2: boy! And I'm like, I'm like looking at the game, like people drop good money to park to get a hot dog and. A- you know, something to eat. People drop good money for that. And for a home game, you lose by 42. And and, and and some people like, it wasn't even that close.
1: Mm, and like, that's so not point, close. And At some point, it's like, well, what oh. are we paying
2: for? You know,
0: I'm going to stop there. I'm just going to stop there. Don't get me wound up.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know who they lost to, but... um. I will say on the flip side, someone who's been absolutely amazing is Luca. Um, Luca. Luca is like, I feel like he scored 30 something points in every game, yeah. which is insane. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how. He's just so skilled, so talented, can just get wherever. He can shoot uh, pretty much any type of shot um, from. Threes to layups. Uh, Luca. I don't know. Luca might be an MVP this this season. Um, so if you can see a Dallas Mavericks game at some point, I encourage you to watch because Luca is something similar with Steph. Like Steph just had 47 points the other night. <laughs>
2: That's Steph, nuts.
1: Steph is crazy. Uh, like he just, I, I don't know, like, the the percentage of threes like or the number of threes that he made but he made I don't know like eight threes or something like that the other day um it's just quality quality player and like just a good team like a fun team and game to watch like so Mm -hmm. I'd say if those two guys are on like definitely check it out um and then yeah with the Nets oh just really a disaster like i said from the beginning steve nash like i like steve nash as like a person as a player but as a coach i just i'm like you don't you don't have the experience and there's other people who do and are more than qualified to be in that position so Mm. i don't really know how he got the job Mm. um I don't I don't know um but we in general I'm I feel like I've said this before uh and we've talked about like it's just white men land on their feet like just mm-hmm. regardless of where when what time so whether they get hired or even get fired as it's Steve Nash's case um even though it was it was talked about as a mutual decision and honestly I do think it's probably good for Steve to get out when he did. Because again, disaster that is the Nets, um, but it just seems like yeah, in in coaching, in hiring and firing, just kind of like across the board, sports or otherwise, uh, the white man gets elevated, and so it's funny because we didn't talk about this before, but same thing, similar thing happened with the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts in um in football. So they're having issues. the colts they they got issues, okay um fired their coach middle of the season, and they hired a guy again with no coaching experience. seems like a good guy, you know, former player, likable person, blah 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 all those things like that's great that you're a good person that should be the bare minimum, good, um, but has zero coaching experience so um white guy if that wasn't already clear um so I I don't just I just don't understand how this keeps happening
0: but I, I hear you and and you know we we again this is diversity in sports and sometimes in the work of diversity and I do that work if anybody's wondering. Yes. Um, there are things that are sometimes hard to say and hard to hear, but they have to be said. Yes. So we call this, this podcast because of that. So, um, you know, I want to give some balance to what we're saying. Um, I think if you're listening, I think you kind of know what we're saying. Uh, but I also want to just point out there, there are some amazing coaches that are not minorities and i want to show them some love uh you know when i think of just great coaches already mentioned one of my favorites pat riley um you know one of the ultimate all-time greats john wooden um i think of just chuck daly from the bad boys and the pistons Um, so lots lots of really uh good coaches that are not minorities. so that that's not our point yeah. So if you're hearing, if you're not hearing what our point is, yes. um, you might want to just take some time and look and consider what we're saying as true. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. but no, thank you. Thank you. I think um, you know, also when I think of just basketball. Uh, college basketball. One of my all-time favorite coaches is Charles Lefty Drizel mm-hmm. from the University of Maryland, the left-hander. Oh, okay. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know that March. I'm sorry, Midnight Madness, when college football first starts. I'm sorry, college basketball first starts its season. Um, the Midnight Madness actually I believe started at the University of Maryland with Lefty Grisel. Oh, so, so that that touches my heart. Um, maybe it'd be nice, Lefty. If, if anybody knows Lefty Grisel, tell him, tell him, give us a call. I'd love to have the left hander <laughs> yes, on, on our on our call. podcast. Um, big Maryland Terps fan here. Yeah. So I'm excited about what um Terps basketball looks like this year. Buckeye basketball looks like this year and yeah, we'll even see, we'll even see. my my son what Georgia Tech basketball looks like this year um and again you know think of some uh, some HBCUs and smaller schools um you know and I, I'm sorry to jump around here but you mentioned Luca going back to the NBA mm-hmm. real real quick here yeah another electric player Luca is is like stupid nice he's just nice
2: Yes. Um, and I think
0: it's somebody that's just electric. Got to show some love to John Morant, man. John oh, Mor- yeah. For John sure. Morant. Oh, my goodness. That yeah. Dude, he's nuts. John Morant. So yes. I'm going to show some love. Um, but also, yeah, college basketball is kicking off. College foot, college is kicking off. So um, mm-hmm. anxious to see, you know, it doesn't really get exciting until you get to the conference games. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, you know, people start posturing for for ncaa seeding, so um but yeah lots lots of basketball
1: yes the last thing i'll say like in the basketball realm is that uh this has probably been like a couple weeks at this point but my girl candace parker she was an analyst uh calling a game with reggie miller who is also like an all-time great um And Kevin Harlan. So there aren't a lot of women who are analysts, who are commentators, who do uh, broadcasting for, I would say, men's sports in general. But especially, like, the footballs and the basketball, like, NBA. Um, So it's a big deal when women get the opportunity or just not men get the opportunity, like, to be a part of the broadcast and not just... um, on the sidelines which is cool like respect to the reporters and the journalists who do those things and ask the questions um it's also great when we uh get to be a part of the like overall like uh the longer sort of broadcasts like are (laughs) on the screen or like you hear their voice like throughout the game so um Candace Parker did her first game. It was really great. Um, and it's just fun to see too when the WNBA and NBA have those sort of moments where they're together, where they intersect, where there's a lot of like love and respect shown to to both leagues. So I just thought that was really great. So shout out to Candace Parker.
0: Now that's real cool. I'm a big Candace Parker fan. Um, you know, even on our Facebook pages, we put a shout out to, for folks to name their favorite, uh, you know, female, uh, analyst, uh, I'm a huge Darsh Burke fan. Yes. Uh, we love Doris. You know, if you know the game, you can play the game, you know, the game, gender shouldn't hold you back from being on prime time with yeah. Kevin Harlan or, or whoever. Yes. Uh, so big shout out to, to the franchises and college and sports leadership that have that really, you know, put women in, um, I'm thinking now there are a couple of NBA teams, uh, that have, have had women assistant coaches, uh, even football. I'm starting to see, you know, women as, 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 as I'm switching to football, but just real brief here, Yeah. but women as referees,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, NFL referees, you, I'm, I'm seeing women as NBA referees, um, so, like you said, big shout out to Candace. I'm also like a big Christy Winter Scott uh, fan. She does some games here around here locally, um, you know, and, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's time. It's time. Gender should not uh, be the reason. Um, don't get an opportunity. Um, especially if you're good at what you yeah. do.
1: You're skilled, you're qualified. And, okay. And you're
0: skilled and you're qualified. And, and Candace Parker has been a, just a great example of on the court, off the court. Um, so, yeah, real real thrilled with that. Uh, and like I said, love some Doris Burke. You and I both love some Doris Burke. We do love Doris. Uh, yes. Just yes, knows the too. game real well. And, and you, know, sure. you know, I, I love how a good analyst can – cannot make you feel stupid when you watch the game. Like they, yeah. they, give, they give it to you in layman's terms, you know, and it's, it, they got these little catch phrases that's oh, kind of, yes. you know, enlightening <laughs> and funny, yes. uh, but they break the game down to where you can enjoy watching it. But you also learn about the game and different defenses and offenses, and schemes and things um, where they can bring it to you without making you feel like stupid you know
1: so for sure and that's part of why we're here too like to break some things down if you've got questions about uh a sport basketball football tennis baseball whatever it might be um feel free to ask us like we want to try to break things down for y'all too we want people to understand like what's going on in the game or what the rules are what um Folks talk about it on TV. So, um if you've been confused about a term somebody's using in a broadcast, or like you heard your friend or your your dad or your cousin say, like, let us know. Like, we will we'll do our best to like try to break that down for you. Yeah. So, um yeah. yeah. But with that, did you want to shift to baseball real quick? Uh, yeah, you know, we can, we got a shout here. out
0: uh, diversity. We got a shout out Dusty Baker, Houston Um for winning the uh, World Series, uh, big shout out to Dusty. and My two cents: Shame on the Washington Nats because he should have never been fired in the beginning uh, from from being the Nats manager. Um, but big shout out to Dusty and and also, you know, for a future broadcast here, podcast, we we gotta we gotta really look at the lack of diversity in baseball. And what I, what I mean by that, Dusty Baker even said. There were zero Black American-born players in the World Series. Zero. He was the only Black American-born person represented in the World Series. So why is that? Why is that? Um, it's rhetorical right now, but certainly like to hear from you. what is your two cents? Why is it that you know black American born aren't picking up a glove and a bat and playing baseball? Why is that? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, certainly we'll we'll bring our opinions uh, to the stage, but curious what why, why is that? What is it about that sport?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely eager to hear thoughts. I probably know, not the least, there are definitely other sports I know less about, but baseball has never been uh, something that I have thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I think we talked about it on here before, because baseball used to be the only thing that was on, (laughs) especially on Sundays at great grandma's house. So I know I got tired of it. But um, I know they're also doing things to, like, pick up the speed of the game. Because that was part of my problem with baseball. I'm like, it's so slow. It doesn't move. Like, with other sports, like, there's something happening all the time. Like, somebody's scoring. Or there's a pat. Like, it, it just feels like there's consistent sort of action or movement. Um, Whereas baseball feels like a turtle running a marathon sometimes. <laughs> so... But I know they're doing a lot of things, at least a couple of things, I'll say, to sort of pick up the pace of the game. But, um, yes, shout out to Houston, the Astros, for winning the World Series, for Dusty Baker, um, for being a part of that. Because I don't know, but it seems like he's been around the game for years. Yes. He has.
0: He's been around as a player and as, as a coach for a long time. He's definitely put in the time and put in the work. Yeah. Um, And I also want to make a point here. Just like we're not crazy about certain football teams, the New York Yankees will get no love here. And I am thrilled. How do I say this? Did they get swept or did they lose four in a row?
2: Uh, I am thrilled
0: (laughs) that the Yankees got bounced. Um, So big, big ups to to Dusty Bakers and the Houston Astros and their fans.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) That is funny. Yes. Did they lose four or were they swept or were they bounced? Yes. (laughs) I guess it's all of the above.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That makes me very happy.
1: Yes, we can tell. Um, Yes. Look uh, again, let us know who your team is. Let us know if you want us to talk about. Your team again. We will consider it. Okay, we we just yeah. making we're making ourselves known, um, and who we align with. But let let us know. You want us to talk let about us know somebody? what's up. We'll, well, we will consider it. Yes. Yeah. So, Who's your squad?
0: Who's your squad? Who is,
1: exactly. Exactly. Who are you
0: rolling with on Saturdays, Saturdays and Sundays? Who are you rolling with?
1: Yes. Let us know. Cool. Well, um, I would say probably for time's sake uh to shift to the ashtray
0: yeah what's in the ashtray this week
1: oh man okay like i said earlier the nets are a disaster and let me tell you why because it's not just that they've only won a couple of games and they got three superstars or like two and a half depending on how you feel about ben simmons um it's not just that their coach was fired. It's not that Kevin Durant was demanding a trade over the summer, and that Steve Nash be fired. Uh, it's not. It's not even that. It is Kyrie Irving. Okay, um, Kyrie, talented, skilled, great ball handler. Like has an amazing shot. It looks pretty. Like when he's playing and he's he's in it he's focused another one of those guys it's like i i gotta watch you gotta watch because um just definitely talented like there's no denying that at the same time um Kyrie has has always uh been a different type of guy um enjoys uh, the finer things in life, I guess. Um, has always been somebody who, like, around the league, you look kind of like, uh, Perry's a little different. Um, and that's fine. You can be different. Y- you can have your thoughts and opinions. Like, he's, he's a person with thoughts and feelings. Absolutely. Most recently, he's gotten himself in some deep trouble. Because I don't know when exactly, because he has since taken it down. But he had tweeted, um... A link to a film and a book with anti-Semitic tropes, thoughts, words, ideas, concepts, like in the film and in the book. And when he's was asked about, like, hey, like, why did you promote this, this book, this movie? He was like, Oh, I didn't promote it. Like, got into an argument with a reporter about it, um, and never quite denied uh anything having to do with like the anti-semitic views so then people are like Kyrie, like what's up like do you do you believe all of the things that are in in this in this movie in this book like that you're you're sharing with everybody like you posted it like i said it's since taking that down um since being asked about it and so It just it went through a series of back and forth with interviews and comments and statements from the NBA and from his him and his agent and all this stuff. But again, never quite never quite apologized, never quite um, said, I don't believe these things or I do believe these things, because like it's it's got like Holocaust denial in in um the film that he's promoting like it's it's dangerous uh commentary it's it's honestly very dangerous especially for somebody like him who's got millions of followers like he's got a platform like people um really soak up the things that he puts out there more than maybe like the average person um never quite apologized but it was like yeah i pledged you know five hundred thousand to anti-hate communities and um, campaigns and organizations that are uh, fighting anti-Semitism and the Nets were uh, his team that he plays for was like, yeah, we pledged that much too. And the general manager of the team and the owner of the team, like, yeah, we're talking to him. And it just never quite seemed like it was enough. And so Kyrie kind of like took a step back. He was out of uh, out of like social media. He wasn't um, answering questions from the media or anything like that. Cause it was like, okay, he's he's gonna educate himself. He's gonna learn. He's actually gonna learn and he's gonna come back and it's all gonna be okay, right? Cause that's what you think. Couple of days go by. He's got his next little media session. Folks are asking him questions. Just straight up like, do you feel like you have anti-Semitic views or not? And he was like, I can't be anti-Semitic because I know where I come from. The reporter's like, I think folks are just looking for a yes or no on that, okay? And just couldn't give a yes or no. Feels like simple questions. Feels like simple questions, but again, never apologize, at least up to this point, And couldn't just say, no, I don't agree with what was promoted in the film. Couldn't do it. So he's just digging himself into a deeper and deeper hole. Again, very dangerous, especially for somebody like him who's got followers who people who like believe every word he says. Um. Anyway, he ended up getting suspended by his team for a minimum of five games. And so that's that's kind of where we sit now. He's um, in the middle of serving that suspension. The day, shortly after, maybe not even the next day, shortly after the suspension was announced, he did uh, send out a formal apology on social media, being like, I I didn't, um, you know, intend to harm Jewish communities or families. Like, I'm really sorry for the ways that I did. Mm -hmm. He did apologize, but that was on Instagram. So folks are still waiting for him to apologize in person with a microphone in his hand to the media um, because, again, he's been serving the suspension. Folks haven't seen him. He has not played. And honestly, the team's low-key, high-key been doing better. Um, but, yeah, it's just been an absolute mess. It just seems like constant drama surround the Nets. A lot of it seems to be around Kyrie and what he's got going on outside of basketball. Um, And this is the latest and honestly the most dangerous um, that it's been so far. So Kyrie, the promoting the anti-Semitic film in in book, again, since taken down, he has since apologized. Um, But it's just a mess.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm such a simple, I'm a simple dude. Um, Sometimes can't, can't you just stay out the news? Sometimes you don't have to say nothing. Can't can't you just be quiet sometimes? Um, Yeah, that's my thing. Um, And and you got to know, he's not a rookie. He's not. You got to know when you put stuff on social media, even if you take it down a minute later,
2: somebody saw it. Yes. Somebody saw it. Yeah. And that's going to live and, and you can do now yourself, you can take a screenshot of stuff and, and you got to know
0: when you got like a million, trillion followers, if you put something out there for a minute,
2: even only if you got a million followers, even if only 1% saw it, how many thousands of people is that? I didn't do the math, but if you got that, if you got that kind of following, yeah. And my thing is just just stay out the news, just, just play ball, right? For for a while, right? If you've been in the news for the wrong things, sometimes just, just stay out the news for a minute, right? And he just can't seem to do that. He he just can't seem to do that. I'm not suggesting athletes,
0: I'm not suggesting it at all, athletes not use their voice and their platforms. Um, I'm saying when you're in the news for the wrong things all the
2: time, sometimes for me, I just want you to be quiet. I just want you to be quiet. Just, just have a seat, just have a seat. Um,
0: so, you know, you, you, you said it really well. He's a, he's a generational talent. Um, you know, I am going to give him, show him some love here. I did like the movie Uncle Drew. Okay. I did like
2: Uncle Drew, right? <laughs> okay. I
0: did like Uncle Drew. Come on, Uncle Drew. Get it together. Get it together, Uncle Drew. I did like that. Um, you know, but sometimes it's certain, it's not just him, but sometimes I just want to tap a dude on the shoulder and be like,
2: what's wrong with you? not no, seriously, what's wrong with you? Why you got to say stuff? Why you... He was just in, it ain't like y'all winning. Not that that gives you a pass for saying stupid stuff. Yes. Because it doesn't. But just, what's wrong with you? Just be quiet. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to be quiet. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop there.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's just, it's just really messy. And it's conversation right now. Like, do the Nets even want him back? Does any team, would it, Would any team, like, let's say <laughs> the Nets are tired of it and they're like, this is your last year with us, buddy. Um, I don't know a lot of other teams that will be willing to risk, like, again, talented. But when you, you end up suspending him for half the games or he's missing half the games for X, Y, and Z reason, like, we already talked about the best ability is availability. Like if you're unavailable and it's unpredictable, it's different all the time. Every season you got something. I just, I don't know that I want you to play for me. So we'll see what happens after this five game suspension. I believe that ends this Sunday. Um, I could be wrong about that, but it ends around this Sunday. Um, for again it was a minimum five so we'll see if it's just those five or more games get added to the suspension but um it's just been me- like it's just been messy it's been really messy yeah and that's like Promiting. a brief yeah. right. sort of outline like there's there's more he said and didn't say and there's more questions that were asked of him um the commission the NBA commissioner is like I want to meet with you because the commissioner is Jewish um and so there's a there's a lot there we we kind of scratched the surface but um there there's a lot to happen in a little bit of time with um that one tweet okay that's that's what can happen with with one post okay with <laughs> one sentence with one promotion sharing x y and z like um again just really dangerous for somebody with his uh sort of platform and following especially um in our current uh climate if you will so um i do hope that he has learned from this is learning from this and will continue to learn because It's just really dangerous. Um, And so, yeah, just hopeful that Kyrie can and will do better because it it just doesn't even need to come to all of this. So,
0: no, no, you're you're absolutely right. Dangerous is a great word. Um, For me, it is. Um, And, and you know, these guys got to know, you know, I know Barkley said I'm not a role model, but
2: I'm like, you kind of are. I mean,
0: people look up to you whether whether you, whether you want to own that right whether you want to own that or not I mean it was just in the news what a year ago or whenever for not getting a vaccine how strange is that when your best player can play in your home games but can't play in your away games or I think it was or, or do I have way. it
1: backwards? yeah it was the other way
0: Yeah, how, how strange is that when you're Best player can play in the away games. One of your best players, but can't play in the home games. Yeah. So strange is that? Like, like, what's wrong with you? And so, so you can't tell me that inaction on his part didn't influence other people to not get the vaccine. So come on, come on, man. That's yep. why you in the ashtray.
1: That is that is why it is it is. And what created... goes in the
0: ashtray? Cigarette butts.
1: <laughs> yes, it's created quite a story. Um, so if you haven't heard, like, there's videos, there's there's articles. You already like catch up on Kyrie, okay? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's. Um, that's the ashtray. Um, I will just give a brief because we could go on this for a while, but not in particular tonight. Again, these are things, all of which like it doesn't get enough coverage sometimes, but it is available um on the internet somewhere. Um, Brittany griner who is a WNBA basketball player, um, has been detained in Russia for 264 days, I do believe. Uh At this point. And so. Again. Not going to get into the whole whole thing. um, But. Just. Wanting and wishing her. Well. That she gets home here safely. um, As soon as possible. Because I know that. uh, The US government has. Been doing. I don't know how much. But has been doing some things. um, To work for her release. So that she can be home with your family so um be mindful of um again not just nba players but like wmb players as well and things that they have going on um and not even just basketball like some of the more uh popular sports but like um considering other athletes as well but um yeah just want to mention that on here um since it's been 264 days so
0: yeah you know that's that's tough if you get jammed up in another country sometimes um, legally things don't you know sometimes operate like we do in this in the United States very different Um, you consider the war in Ukraine yes this is probably the worst time to be jammed up in Russia being an American for any reason this is just not a real good time to be really jammed up in Russia, but, but like you said, we, we are wishing her the best. Um, you know, we we certainly pray for her, her safety, Mm -hmm. her safe return. Um, and, you know, you just hope that, that there's a way for her to get back on, uh, get back on U.S. soil safely and and she can resume her, her, her career. Yes. So, um, I know there's a lot of uh, folks advocating on her behalf, um, yes, from who have um, the platforms to do so. Uh, so you know, just from where we sit, we just want to voice our our support for her as well.
1: Yes, yes. Any of you have questions about that? That brings me to ask the ashes. If you have questions, like about Brittany Griner, anything else we talked about, things again that we didn't mention, let us know. Let us know on Facebook. On Instagram, you can reach out to either of us like personally if you have questions or comments too. Like I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, the comments that I've gotten, um, even if folks didn't agree necessarily. Thank you, Nolan. Um, we left Tom Brady alone for the most part today. Um, but yes, really appreciate y'all listening. Continue to let us know what you think. Um let us know what you enjoyed, what you want to hear more of. Questions, again, comments, concerns, like we want to hear from you. So let us know.
0: I, I really echo that. Um, you know, we, we're new at this. <laughs> yes. We're new with this. We just want to have a little fun, talk about sports and diversity. Um, and we we just want this to be entertaining, enlightening, insightful and uh informative uh you know so yeah you know we put little things on uh facebook and instagram but no really share share this with uh friends uh if you're listening in we appreciate that um there's all kinds of ways to listen in i think probably listening in your car lunch break uh we know time is is a is something that most of us don't have an abundance of extra Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, share you know with a friend, listen with the family, your family members, um, offer your comments and commentary. And we'll we'll get that on the air.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, we've been under construction. Like I said, you know this is new to us. Yes. Yes. Um, at some point, we're going to be coming live. And, um, you can join us live, see us live. So. We're, yes. we're working towards that, uh, yeah, but yeah. We're, you know, we, we, we're trying to make this uh, fun and entertaining and, and really meaningful. So uh, share with a friend, like I said, uh, you know, hit us up on our social media platforms and um, we'll make sure we mention you by name. You already called, you already called a name or two out. Uh, we yeah. appreciate you spending time with us yes. uh, very much. Very much. Thank you
1: yes 100 percent. like dad already said we're we're working on we got some things in the works so look out for us around the holidays okay
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: we got we got some things so just you know coming soon yeah yeah stand by stay close okay um we want you to be part of it um as much as possible uh as our listeners so again yeah we just appreciate y'all um but I think that about wraps it up for And you know how we
0: wrap it up.
1: Yes, y'all already do.
0: What do we what do we typically say?
1: Yes, every Wednesday. Every
0: Wednesday.
2: It's Ash Wednesday. It's Ash Wednesday. See you next time.